while they're right there, stay right there. Turn with me to 2 Kings. Second Kings. Second Kings. Joshua, Judges, Ruth. First seven, second Samuel. First Kings, Second Kings. First Chronicles, Second Chronicles. Second Kings. Twenty-second chapter of Second Kings. The twenty-second chapter of Second Kings. I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Bible, so it may be a little bit different from what yours has. The 22nd chapter of 2 Kings. Josiah was eight years old when he became king, and he reigned for 31 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jediah or Yadiah, daughter of Adai of Bozkah and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord and walked in the ways in hallelujah of his father David and did not turn aside from the right or to the left in the name of Jesus you may be seated I need all the women to keep standing all women keep standing everybody else can sit down Lift your right hand up in the air. All women, all the women. All the women. And say, as the Lord lives, as the Lord lives, I'm a king maker. Some of y'all didn't even catch what you just said. Let me go back and read this first passage of this chapter again. And, and, and really, I'm not going to hoop and holler at you today because I'm going to just let the word of God speak for itself. Let me, let me just, just, just work with you for a moment. It says, Josiah was eight years old. He was eight years old. Eight years, come by and say eight years old. When he became king and he reigned for 31 years in Jerusalem, his mother's name was Jedidah. Jedidah, okay, which, which means beloved of God, the, 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 the darling of God, the darling of Yahweh. Hallelujah. Holly, anybody's the darling of God? Of God Thank you. Thank you that I got a couple folk that, see, that, that knows. Look, look, look. God may love you, but there's a few folk in here really said, but I am God's favorite. Did anybody know that you're God's favorite? You can prove it by telling him, look here, I know, see, look what God has done in my life. Look, as God has blessed my life. Look at how God has kept my life. Yeah, I know God loves a whole lot of folk, but, but, but is there anybody willing to declare that you're the favorite? And even if nobody else thinks so, as long as you believe it and as long as you understand it, as long as you know that God keeps on doing what he does just because he's in love with you. Listen. 
this you have to stay with me for a moment for this whole passage of scripture because I need you to understand that every woman in here you are kingmakers. You are a kingmaker on the laps of women, on the laps of mothers that are the rulers of the world. That you are kingmakers. Watch what happens in here again when you start to understand that at eight years old, eight is number, the biblical number of new beginnings. It is new beginnings. It says something new is about to jump off. Something, something is about to happen here. But you really won't grasp this until I have to go back a little bit. If I go back just a little bit in chapter 21, you will find, you will find Josiah's daddy. And Josiah's daddy was Ammon. And Ammon was a king of Israel. Ammon, he, and, and in fact, if we did numbers, if we go back and do the numbers, he reigned for two, for two years. Hallelujah. The Bible says that he came, he reigned uh, over Jerusalem and reigned over God's people at the age of 22. At the age of 22. Somebody do the math. Huh? He's got a son. He reigned for two years. So that means at 24 he died. At 24 he died. His son took over, which was eight years old. And so he was only reigning for two years while his son was was at, at, at the age of six and so if you keep backing it up and understand that he had to be somewhere around 16 years old when he had a baby oh my come on y'all stay with me now because young folk haven't they, they having children younger than that now but I want you to know what I'm trying to get you to realize and understand it doesn't matter how young you are if you've got a firm foundation in Jesus, if you know God, if you know God for yourself, see if that there needs to be some more young people that understand something about God so that you know how to raise up your child. So when this man died, this woman had a child that was eight years old, and he became king. Oh. The Bible goes on, if you go back into the 24th chapter, you start to deal with Ammon, and you deal with Ammon, you find out he did evil in the sight of the Lord. You find that, he tells him, you can't reign long when, you, when you're doing wrong. Mm -mm. You, you, you can't reign long when you're doing wrong. No, no, you may get away with some stuff for a little while, but, but, but after a while, it's going to catch up to you. After a while, God is only going to put up with so much. God is not going to allow you to keep on doing the stuff that you're doing. So he only reigned for two years. But he did evil in the sight of the Lord the way his father did. Listen, somebody said, you, I can break a generational curse. Because I am a kingmaker. I, 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 I know how to bring down some stuff. I, I know how to get this train off this track. It doesn't mean because your daddy or your daddy's daddy or somebody else was doing this or that. There's somebody yet who can still overturn all of that and put you on the right road. And often you will find it's a mother somewhere that's down on her knees while daddy is acting up, while daddy is running the streets, while daddy is drinking his drink, while daddy is shooting his dice, while daddy is doing what he do, but mama is somewhere still calling on the name of the Lord. There ought to be a couple of women in here saying, you know what, I'm feeling that pain. I, I understand what God can do through women who stay on their knees. Raising children all by yourself. Hallelujah. And even if the man, if the father didn't die, he might as well be because they wasn't there. Listen, 
he was eight years old he became king the bible goes on to record that he reigned for 31 years in jerusalem his mother who was the darling of god Jedida, there was a darling of God and said, and was right there with him, rearing him up. And the Bible goes on to say, and he did what was right in the sight of the Lord. Hallelujah. When I became, when I, when I was growing into manhood, my father was killed in a tragic car accident. And all of that, my mother was raising four boys by herself. All the five foot one and boys standing all over her and a town around her, but you know what? None of us would dare step up to her. Mom knew she, in fact, she used to tell us every now and then, if I have to climb a stepladder and smack you upside your it don't matter. You won't disrespect me, you won't disrespect this house. If I have, oh God, I'll have to tell you some of the isms that mama that put on us. And, and uh, it, 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 was, it, it was the idea, the notion that I knew my mama's word meant something. I knew that and I could trust it and I knew she was, she was true. And so this child at eight years old walked in the ways of his father, David. It goes back to the generations where it says, listen, I'm going to find somebody that's good because your, your natural daddy wasn't it. So let me go all the way back to David. And that's what he turned, he said, he did not turn to the side, no, to the right hand, on to the left. But mothers, when you instill in a child, even though they are young, you are creating the building blocks for this individual to be a king. See, the problem is nowadays that many people forget that they have that ability. Many people forget that, wait a minute, wait a minute. The things that you speak into that child, the things you speak over that child, your words have power. You need to be able to speak positive things. You need to call it into existence even though you can't see it right now. But if you start to speak it, if you start to claim it, you start to walk in it, and they look at you knowing that you believe it, it will come to pass. You can't just tell a child to do right, but you got to walk right before them so that they get an understanding and a picture of what right looks like. Stop confusing them. Saying one thing, but doing and living another when you raise up a child right some stuff will begin to happen mothers I, I commend you on the job that you've done and the, the job that you are yet to do that you have been blessed by God watch what happens when you raise kings it says in the third verse this is now came to pass in the 18th year of Josiah that the king sent Shaphan the scribe and the son of Azariah. He said, the son of Meshulam. He said, to the house of the Lord. Let me send the king in his 18th year of his reign. He's matured now, but he has not forgotten God. I, 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 I believe that along the way, mama kept on teaching him. 
And see, that there's some things that you just can't let go of. You cannot let the school be the only instructor that your child has. You cannot let the streets be the instructor that your child has. No, no, no. You cannot let your child's friends and acquaintances be the instructor that your child has. You cannot let other family members be the instructor that your child has. I remember one time I had to raise hell in my brother's house. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I told my children, I said, go, yeah, y'all get your plates and go put them away, put them in. And just let's get ready to go. They sat there and looked at me. Yes, yes, they did. I said, get your. Now. And they moved. Yeah. My brother came. He stepped to me. He said, hold on, hold on. You're in my house and, and you can't. Uh, you can't talk to them like that. Uh, you disrespecting mom and you, and you, you can't. Because my, my mother had said, my mother had chimed in and said, oh, the babies is all right. They'll be all right. And I love my mother. I love my mom. And I said, D word. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to walk carefully here. But I'm feeling those old feelings coming back. But I declare, I said, wait, wait a minute, these are my children, and I gave them an order, and I expect it to be carried out. I don't care whose house I am, as long as they belong to me, they will follow the instructions that their father is giving. I said, everybody get your coat, everybody, everybody, I said, everybody. mama was right, we said, mama, get your coat too, let's go, we, we on our way back to Toledo. Because if I can't rule over my children in this house over here, we don't need to be in your house. My, my brother said, well, wait a minute, you ain't got to go. Oh, yes, we do. We got to go because there's going to be something going on up in here any minute now. I felt that strongly about it because nobody is going to assert the, the authority that I have over my child. No, you can't tell my child he, he can disobey me. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Some, some, somebody leap spiritual real quick. See, you see, the devil can't tell, tell you to disobey God. You a child of the king. How you gonna listen to somebody else and do wrong when God tells you to live one way and you gonna try to listen to somebody else to go another way? God will say, I ain't having it. I'm back, y'all. It came to pass that after 18 years and after the training and instruction by his mother, he still remembered God. That's why I love my children. They, you know, they, they're grown. They, they're long since grown. But both of them are still very active in the churches that they belong to in, in, in New York. And they're playing their instruments. See, they didn't just take their instruments and just to play, just to be playing. In fact, when they played here at Family Baptist Church, they never got paid for anything. But God is paying them now. Oh my God. In fact, I told my son, don't even come back here because I can't afford you. Can't afford you. Oh, they're large now. 
But here's what happened in, in the 18th year of Josiah. And I got to hurry because I don't want to keep y'all long. I know y'all got reservations. <laughs> he said, he said, he said, he said, Shaphan the scribe he, and, and, and Aziah, he said, to, uh, and sent them to the house of the Lord. He said, go up to Hilkiah to the high priest. Go talk to the high priest. He says that, 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 that they may count, he says, watch on you, that they may count the money which has been brought into the house of the Lord, which the doorkeepers have gathered from the people. He says, go, 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 go talk to them. He says, and let them deliver it. Now watch, let them deliver it. Here's what, here's what, what a child trained up in the Lord will do. He says, look, and let them deliver it to the hands of those who are doing the work, who are the overseers of the house of the Lord, and let them give it to those of the house of the Lord who are doing the work. The people who are doing the work of the house of the Lord, he says, Here's, he, you, need to, you need to make sure that they're taken care of. Let them give it to those who are doing the house. He says, doing the work and the repairs and the damages to the house. He says in verse 6, to the carpenters and to the builders and to the masons. And he says, to buy timber and hew out stone and repair the house. He says, he says however, <clears throat> there need be, watch this, no accounting made with them of the money he says you don't even have to count it. don't even worry about it because they deal faithfully when you got some folk that you can trust and you know that they are about God and about the, the glory of God you don't have to worry about them they deal faithfully he says look now watch Y'all got to really understand what's happened with this child who was raised by this mother who had an evil father who had the influence of a father that was tearing down stuff and that was against God that was doing everything that he thought he could do all of that but I wanted to show you the power of a mother who can overcome all of that evil that was presented to him in his young age. He says then Hilkiah the priest said to Shaphan the scribe he says, he says look here we were wandering around in the church. He says, I found a book. I found the book of the law of the house of, in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave it to Shaphan and Shaphan read it. And so Shaphan the scribe went to the king and bringing the, the king word saying, your servants have gathered all the money. He said, they've gathered the money and, and that was found in the house and delivered it into the hands of those who are doing the work who oversee the house of the Lord. Then Shaphan the scribe showed the king saying, Hilkiah the priest has given me a book. I don't know about you, but every now and then I come up on a book in the house of the Lord. There's something that I haven't read before, something that I haven't seen before, something that I haven't experienced before. I don't know about you, that some of y'all need to understand that every now and then when you come in the house of God, you ought to experience something new. He says, he says he's giving me a book. And Shaphan read it before the king. He, he's a king, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And the Bible says, now what happened? Now it happened. See, I don't even have to preach this. This is preaching itself. Now it happened when the king heard the words of the book of the law that he tore his clothes. Somebody keep that in mind. In other words, he, he got upset 
when he heard what was in the book when he had heard that there was some things that they were doing wrong when he heard that there were some problems in the church and the worship that people weren't being real with God that some people were breaking the laws of God and breaking the commandments of God he got upset that he tore his clothes and went into mourning sat in sackcloth and ashes he tore his clothes he was truly sorry about what had happened because of the disconnect of folk coming to church every Sunday but not really connecting with God oh. he was upset he tore his clothes then the king commanded Hilkiah the high priest he says he says look here, look here. he says I, I, I want you to get together with everybody he says I need you to go inquire of the Lord for me go talk to God for me sometimes you need a good intercessory and see I know y'all been playing coming late these folks trying to do intercessory prayer and hardly nobody here the walls the words are just echoing off the walls you see but you don't understand the power of intercessory prayer you see because sometimes you see you need intercessory prayer when you know you ain't prayed for yourself when you ain't been right yourself and so you better go find somebody that knows how to get a prayer through See, someday, yo, you don't need them today. Someday, yo, you ain't sick today. Oh, no, no, no. You're not at the funeral home today. But, oh, there's a day coming when you're going to need somebody. When you feel weak and, and broke down. When you feel tired and weary and worn. When you don't feel like you can make another day. You're going to need somebody to stand in the gap for you and talk to God. Somebody said Jesus did it. Didn't he do it on Calvary's cross? Didn't Jesus hung the blood and died for each and every one of us? When we did not have power ourselves to talk to God, Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Watch this. He heard the words, he tore his clothes. He says, go inquire of the Lord. He says, concerning the words in this book that has been found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is aroused against us. Because why? Our fathers have not obeyed the words of this book. Hallelujah. We got some generational stuff going on. They did not obey the words of this book. To do according to what is written concerning us. I, I, I know. Hallelujah. He says, we, 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 we got to check this out. So Hilkiah the priest Hiakim, Akor, Shaphan, Asiah uh, went to Huldah. Oh my God. For those of you who read the next word, the next couple of words, you understand something. Huldah was a woman, a prophetess. Huldah was a woman that could preach the word of God. Huldah was a woman that understood something about the ways of God. Every now and then, you see, it's not strange to me why the churches are always filled with women. Women know how to get in touch with God. Women are often praying for God, praying with God, talking to God, interceding on behalf most often because of their children. So they went to Huldah. 
the prophetess, wife of Shulam's son, and the keeper of the wardrobe. Here's a woman, he said, I just keep the wardrobe, I just make sure stuff right. And they spoke with her and they said to her, and she said to them, now watch why, I'm, I'm, I'm soon let y'all go on this. Watch what she says to them. Watch what they, you can't make us. She, she says, look, thus says the Lord God of Israel. First of all, tell the man who sent you to me. Thus says the Lord God, behold, I will bring calamity on this place and its inhabitants. In other words, y'all about to get messed up. He says, all the words of the book in which the king of Judah has read. He says, all of this stuff that y'all wasn't doing right, you wasn't living right, wasn't trying to be right, you wasn't trying to help nobody that was trying to be right. He says, all of this stuff is going to come against you. All of the things that you've read. Because they have forsaken me and burned incense to other gods that they might provoke me to anger with the works of their hands. In other words, yeah, you, 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 you buying stuff, you smoking stuff. Oh, yeah, they doing, they doing quick, fast and in a hurry trying to get this marijuana place opened up. To get your mind messed up. To get you all caught up. To get you off the path that God, oh, listen, listen, if some of us would just eat right, we clear up a whole lot of ailments. I don't want to go into a health lesson. I, I ain't trying to go there. Anybody here leaky gut? Leaky gut syndrome. I don't know. All right. That's for another day. Quicker than hurry. That's when the bacteria in your gut is in imbalance. You have good bacteria and bad bacteria. When the bad bacteria takes over the good, that's when you get all these ailments. You get all kind of stuff going on: headaches and and strokes and and and, and, and dizziness and all kind of that, that that that's that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. See, pastor just don't be sitting folding his hands, just praying. He be studying some stuff. All right. Let me. Let me, let me go on. Stop messing with y'all. Some of y'all say, well, I guess I need to go back to school. Yes, you do. <laughs> Listen. But what happened here, he says, look, he says, but they forsaken me. They burned incense. They did other things. They provoked me to anger with the works of their hands and they're doing everything. And those you're doing, you're taking your hands and you're doing everything else with them, but you're not waving them and giving them praise unto God. He says, I, I, I recognize that, but, but, but here's, here, here's what happens. He says, therefore my wrath shall be against them in this place and it shall not be quenched. But, 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 somebody get me at, at, at verse 18. But, 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 as for the king of Judah, as for the, the baby that you raised up to be a king, as for Josiah, as for the one who was bouncing on your knees, suckled from your breast, I'm talking about the king. He said, but as for him, yes. hallelujah, because he, watch, he, he, who sent you to inquire of the Lord in this manner, you shall speak to him, thus says the Lord God of Israel, concerning the words that you have read. In other words, if you want a blessing on your children, teach them to recognize the word of God and to do the will of God. He says, thus says the God of, of Israel. He says concerning the words that you've heard, because, King, because your heart was tender 
and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard it. See, some folk just as hard as they can be, even sitting up here in church, still trying to map themselves, still trying to be all stone cold, still trying to be all of that. He said, no, 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 no. I just want you to know the ones whose heart is tender. In other words, the one who feels something stirring on the inside, the one who feels that there's got to be a change, the one who knows that there is a God of mercy and grace, the one who's starting to realize that I need to get my life right, the one who needs to understand that yes, God is still God. Because the heart was tender. He says, and you've humbled yourself before the Lord. Oh, mothers, 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 you've raised some kings when they realize they, they're how to humble themselves before the Lord. He says, when you heard what I had spoken against this place and its inhabitants, that they would become a desolation and a curse, you tore your clothes. When you got upset, about what you saw in your community, what you saw in your home, what you saw in the kingdom when you had a heart to understand that the things that are happening in this life are not right, but you need God in your life. When you tore your clothes and wept before me, he says, I also have heard you because I saw your tears I, I felt your pain I knew who you were I understood your plight I know who you are you are my child oh I heard you tell somebody God heard you God heard you he really heard you I know you're going through I know you upset, but I also need you to understand that God heard you, that God knows you, that God is dealing with every one of your tears. He says, I will mm, surely, therefore, now watch what he does. Watch what he does. He says, surely, therefore, I will gather you to your fathers. In other words, everybody going to die at some time. He says, surely, surely. And not only that, he says, I will gather you to your father. In other words, you don't have to worry about the manner in which you die because one day you will, but you will all, all got to know that I'm gathering you. I'm drawing you. I'm pulling you close to me. I am keeping you. I am watching over you. He said, now everybody's going to die. Don't worry about that, but I will gather you. In other words, nothing hallelujah not even death will gather you no 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 not the graves gonna gather you but God says I'm going to gather you I'm gonna pull you in I will gather you ah to the grave in peace what did he just say he says look here look here he said you ain't got to worry about as long as your days upon the earth you gonna have peace he says, I, I understand you read some stuff. You see the calamity that's going to happen to all the other folk around you. But as long as you're here, there's going to be peace. 
as long as you hallelujah there's a couple of people that understand where I'm coming from he says as long as you on the battlefield as long as you're praying as long as you're worshiping as long as you're lifting up holy hands as long as you're giving God some glory as long as you are right here with me I'm gonna give you peace and see even though your children may be acting up even though there's some things that are going on in your life even though there's some way with folks he said but I'm gonna give you peace you don't have to worry about what's going on you don't have to worry about how I'm gonna bring it to pass I'm gonna give you peace in the midst of your storm he says when I gather in other words you won't have to deal with the stuff that's about to happen to other folk. You don't have to worry about what else is going on around you. You are not going to be a part of that. You are not going to be a part. I'm going to give you peace. Yes. Hallelujah. 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 In the name of Jesus, I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to... Are there a few people who still got bills to pay? I, I'm just talking to my brothers and sisters that we still got, but, but, but and, and out of that group, do, do we still have a piece about it? It's like, it's going to get paid somehow. I, 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 I may not know how, I, but, I, but because I've seen it happen too many times before. I, 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 is there anybody wondering where your next job going to come from or what you going to do next or what your family going to do next or how you going you don't even know how you going to feel on, on tomorrow but you know what I still got my peace I, I got peace because I know that God has got tomorrow in his hand uh, and he will keep you in perfect peace who mine is stayed on thee and so I know if he is he is the prince of peace the everlasting father the prince of peace then I know if I got Jesus it don't matter how many bills I've God. It don't matter how many friends I got. It don't matter what comes my way. It doesn't matter what sickness. I, it doesn't matter what trial or tribulation. It doesn't matter what storm. As long as I've got my peace, I know it's going to be alright. As long as i got my peace. Why? Because I've been raised by a queen. I've been raised by, I've been, been made to be a king because my mama told me about a God that never fails. Surely, surely you are kingmakers. The kind of king that God wants is one that recognizes when there's trouble. God wants a king that recognizes that what to do in the times of trouble. He got down on his knees and inquired of the Lord. He began to cry out to God. He inquired and said, Lord, I need you in this time of trouble lord i want you in my time of my tribulation i see the things in this book i see the calamity that's going to happen i see the trial and tribulation but god in the name of jesus he says he said i'm gonna gather you in peace and if you read the last line he says and your eyes shall not see all the calamity all of the destruction that I'm going to bring on this place as long as you with God you won't see any problem 
As long as you're in God, all you see is the problem solver. As long as you're in God, trouble don't last always. As long as you're with God. Why? Because I sat in the lap of a kingmaker, making me to understand that God will never fail. That God will keep on giving. That God will keep on blessing. That God will keep on moving. God will keep on picking me back up again. All of my kingmakers, just lift up your hands wherever you are. My kingmakers. Hallelujah. You know in the name of Jesus, I lift my hands towards you. I lift my hands towards you and bestow a blessing upon you. Saying, God bless them. Bless the fruit of their womb. Bless every surrogate mother. Every mama, grandmama, big mama, bless them, Lord. Continue to cover them and keep them. For in their lap, within their bosom, is the ability, the anointing to make kings. Kings that will live righteously. Kings that will build the house of the Lord. In the precious name of Jesus. Grant them favor upon favor. Their hearts desire in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Listen. Listen. Let me just make it a, just a little more plain. This scripture talked about how Josiah recognized and he said, I'm going to invest in the house of the Lord, the physical building. For the house of the Lord had gone waste. That ain't what this story is really about. What it's really about is saying, listen, I, I, about a woman who made a king that was building a kingdom. Saying that, no, no, no. I want to build a house that cannot be torn down. I want to build a house. That, 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 that stays in good repair and it stays in good repair with every prayer with every lift of elevated hand with every calling upon the name of God with every recognition that Jesus died on the cross for us He's, I, I, I need to restore the house of God there are too many people who are torn down too many people who are broken down too many people in despair too many people who are hurting too many people and the reason that they are broke down is because their house needs to be rebuilt he says I'm willing to pour out the treasury I don't need to count it but whatever it takes to rebuild the house of God it's not about the building it's about the house where God dwells it's a house where God lives rules rest and abides he says I've got to build the house build the house mothers keep on 
making kings. Keep on instructing. Keep one little scripture in your purse. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And see, some folk won't even get that. They won't even understand, preacher, that God is not really telling you, look, every now and then, I know you want to beat him with a stick. And sometimes you done beat him so much, they, done, they got used to it. He said, it ain't about that no more. No. Take the corrective word, which is the rod, and give him that. Take the staff, that long pole with the hook on the end, and so that when they stumble, give them something to hold on to. Tell them that you won't let go because God gave you to me and God gifted you to me and so therefore I got to treat you like the gift that God you may not like some of the things I have to say you may not want to deal with my correction but I want you to know I've got to treat God's gift with the highest regard and I would be less than a servant of the God if I didn't teach you how to love him like I love him. If I didn't teach you to worship him like I worship him. If I didn't teach you that he is God. In the precious name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless the kingmakers. God anoint the kingmakers. The door of the church is open. If you stand on your